Welcome to uh, Cinema 7 uh, Gaming Edition. Uh, I'm today's hosts, uh, host, not plural. Uh, there's only one of me, just to clarify. He has uh, two brains. I have two brains, though, so I could be two individual personalities. Clonathan. Um, I'm John Kanoki. Uh, with me today, we have Nick Kanoki. What's up? Who may or may not be a clone himself. And Mara Bakari. What's up, homie? Uh, he has some sort of bandana over his microphone. Uh, it's trying something new today. Look, it's uh, it's a uh, it's it's a weird pop filter because I haven't gotten one yet for the Yeti. So it's a bandana. Don't let him fool you. It's not a pop filter. It's uh, it's a homemade pop filter. Okay. So today's uh, episode, we got a, a few different things we're gonna discuss. We're gonna talk about uh, Nintendo as a whole, where they're going, what uh, you know, what we think about it now that the Zelda hype has kind of died down. But uh, we'll discuss that. Now we're going to talk about Andromeda and their new patch, and uh, some other news. But first, uh, I'd just like to get a, a feel for the people we have here. So, Nick Anoki, uh, who are you? What games do you like? I like games. Yeah, what kind of games? My name's Nick Kanoki. Good job. There we go. You said you said what kind of games you like. What kind of games? Hey. Um, Xbox. I I play pretty much everything. Uh, Exclusively Xbox. That's not true. <laughs> Uh, I just wish I had a better PC. Um, I don't know, my favorite game would probably be Jack and Daxter, the series as a whole. Favorite out of that would probably be Jack 2, but you know. Um, I mean, I mean, I play a lot of shooters with friends, but you know, just your typical teenage gamer. Okay, alright, typical teenage gamer, that's his, uh, that's his title. You know what's funny is, study shows that teens like Xbox more than PlayStation. That's because it's Did better. You see that? That's because they didn't grow up with PlayStation. It's because PlayStation, you know, just took a dive off a cliff. And they, after the PS2, everything went downhill. All right, uh, Mario, what, uh, who, who are you? What kind of games do you like? I, I, I think we've seen you somewhere before, maybe. Yeah? On another podcast. I don't know. Really? But uh, I don't know who you are, so go ahead and tell me. Um, so... You all know me as Mario, obviously. That's my name. John just said it like four times. Mario. Um, if you haven't been listening um, to our gaming editions, I guess the type of games I play are mostly multiplayer games, I would say. Uh, I like like a, I like a bunch of games. I like sports games. I like uh, the WWE games so I can you know create my own. I like the creation part of the wrestling games and... and um, Favorite fighting game series, probably Virtual Fighter, but Tekken is a close second just because they're very similar. Uh, uh gaming wise, I mean, I I I like free roam as as a because a concept, but if I play free roam, nothing's ever gonna get done. Never finishes the game. Never finishes the game. Like in Skyrim, I'll just walk around while trying not to use the map and try to you know naturally find everything. 
I, I don't think it's possible to do that. You know, I, I think w- pioneers created their own maps for a reason. <laughs> take, take a lesson from early American history. You need maps. All I need is the uh, trees, the deers, and the giants in that game, okay? You don't need the giants. The giants will send you to the moon where you can see everything. So. <laughs> exactly. And then when I land, I get just like, oh, okay, uh, i go over that way. Even though I'll be dead when I land, when I respawn, maybe I can find my, maybe I won't, I won't, that won't help. I don't know. I'm not sure what you just said. But uh, also, I am John Kenoki, and uh, I play a lot of RPGs. Uh, I play a lot of games. I play sports games when uh, they're worth buying, and when they're not worth buying, like Madden, you know, still play it anyway. Um, MMOs, uh, all, all sorts of games. Uh, not particularly shooter-oriented. Not a huge shooter person in terms of competitive shooting. That's... Uh, the typical teenage gamers area. You are also not a fan of games with a strong campaign who have a sequel and are like, we're going that multiplayer route. What game are you referring to? Mass Effect. You were highly upset. I was upset that they had multiplayer, but campaign's fine in my opinion. But we'll discuss that when we get to Mass Effect. I was talking about Mass Effect 3. I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. Campaign's fine. Okay. I know, I know. I'm saying you like campaigns, but I'm saying... He's wearing an N7 sweater right now. I'm pretty sure he likes Mass Effect. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I, you know what I mean, though. Like, John is like, just stick with the campaign. They're putting too much I focus mean, he, yes, on multiplayer. He does, he does well, hate yeah. multiplayer. Yeah, because it it's unnecessary. He but hates that's a discussion people, for another so day when another franchise inevitably does that because they think it's necessary. So let's get into some uh, news. We'll talk about, uh, just briefly mention the, uh, the Jack remaster not remaster that's coming to ps4 it's uh, all the jack games and jack x which originally on the ps3 you did not get jack x the racing game so people are excited about that but it's literally the same thing that was on ps3 hey i'll buy it and have a ps3 i've never played the jack and dexter games you should they're great yeah you probably should better than ratchet and clank really yes i've never played ratchet and clank don't it's a waste of time just play jack okay yeah jack and daxter is, is clearly better in our opinion though there are people that prefer ratchet and those people are uh wrong <laughs> straight up just nick Kenoki straight them. out the typical teenage gamer's mouth <laughs> yep you're wrong i had a friend across the street we feuded all the time he played ratchet <laughs> and clank i played jack and daxter and yeah uh, so yeah, that not not a big deal there because it's the same thing that exactly came out. They're not remastering it and not announcing any sequels yet. But we'll see where that goes. I'm sure it's coming. Naughty Dog's done with Un- Uncharted, so did they make the Jack and Dexter games? They did. Yes. Then they moved to more realistic stuff with Last of Us and Uncharted. But doesn't Last of Us two come out like really soon? I think next year. Yeah, oh, next maybe year. this year, at the end of this year. I think it's next year. Oh, I want to yeah. say it's next year, but they announced it, uh, at, like at the beginning of the year, and it seemed like it would come out this year. But I feel like okay. it's spring next year, maybe. Okay. Probably right around tax return time, you know, February. There you go. Other news: we got a NBA Playground. It's the spiritual successor to uh, NBA Jam and NBA Street. Um, they've confirmed tons of ridiculous dunk moves and other t- things like that. Uh, Mario, I know you've, you've played those games, right? 
Uh, yes, I have. I have played NBA Jam. I still have my NBA Jam for Sega Genesis. It is the original NBA Jam that I that I my family parents have bought me. Um, NBA Street. I was a big fan of um, Volume Three. I think is the one that had the Beastie Boys in the Super Mario. How do you uh, how do you feel about how it looks? Because it it looks a a bit ridiculous. They have uh, really large heads. If you haven't seen the uh, the teaser trailer for it, kind of reminds me of like the old NFL Blitz type of thing where it's uh I don't know, but I remember in NFL Blitz you can do that code to unlock big heads. It looks like that, but permanently, I think it they per- have really tiny bodies too. Yeah, personally, it looks stupid in my opinion. Um, but it. it it could be fun to get like a old school type of basketball game or something that's more out there that it could be more fun because the newer NBA 2K games are kind of hard in my opinion or maybe I just suck. If they had connected franchise, I think we'd all be playing it, that's for sure. That's what I'm saying. If they had like a connected like franchise like Madden did, that'd be a, a great. A connected playground like franchise? Oh, okay. Yeah, something? heck yeah. Heck yeah. No, 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 no. It's just regular NBA games. We talk about it. Okay, I was about to say. <laughs> Connected, uh, you know, 80-game franchise with your friends online. That, that'd that be something I could get on See, board with. See, that would be like, I, I would not be able to do it. I have trouble playing two games when we play Madden. So, like, I couldn't play four games in a day to advance the week. Well, it's a year-long process. You just, you know. You... Yeah, you literally get one season. Uh, you literally get one season in the game before the next one comes out. But uh, does that make you excited? Are you 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 interested in that at all, Mario? Because I I think a lot of people don't care anymore. Uh, it's just something that came out of nowhere that I don't think people are going to be receptive to personally. I've been looking for a new um, NBA Street uh, on PlayStation. They have three on three, which is kind of like a uh, multiplayer kind of like a, a basketball version of League of Legends in a way, except without the strategy. You just pretty much, you can join a game and you have like two other people on your team against like three other people and you can uh, play basketball against them and is it's free. Like, is it's there like champions? Free. Is there a jungle? No, it's just... <laughs> How is it like League of Legends? I just meant as as like a big, uh, like... You can join with random people oh. and... Is everybody out for themselves? <laughs> I feel like nobody would pass the ball. Yes. I played the other day with some guy, and all he did was try to shoot threes the whole time and or you know run up and try to dunk it when we were losing. And I'm like, you're the reason we're losing, pal. Like I got on my mic, and I was like, you, you need to pass the goddamn ball, dude. He busted out the mic. Whoa. I was nope. pretty upset. Nobody does that anymore. It's kind of fun, but it's definitely nothing near as good as NBA Street Volume 3 was. This could be interesting. I don't see it. By the way it looks, I don't see it lasting a long time. But then again, I don't see it going anywhere personally. It depends on how much it is, too. Like, if it's cheaper, I might think about getting it. But if it's going to be like 40 bucks, no. Nick Knoke, you have any comments? I don't really play basketball games, so. Well, that's not true. Except for when you buy them and make me play them. You enjoyed it. Uh, we also got the, uh, we just saw the Scorpio uh, technical specs today. I'm not going to go through you all, all the PC you know, processing terms. Essentially what it boils down to is it uh, runs 30% better 
than the Xbox One in terms of speed and performance and can easily render 4K graphics without even trying. So it's not going to like heat up or do anything else. It's just like, here you go. But along those same lines, if you don't have a 4K TV, it'll still improve your HD graphics. They say that it is still an improvement for people that don't have 4K TVs. But just in comparison to the PS4 Pro, it like blows it away. So it's like not even close. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that, Nick Nogi, because you're uh, excited for this. But are you hesitant? No. Are you going to buy it? I'm going to buy it instantly. Why? Because it's the the next Xbox. I have a 4K TV. I want to get 4K gaming. Like, I I want the future. All right? So it's it's like almost going to be like a run like a PC? Uh, well, it's not. There's, it's not. You can't compare to a PC, but it does have a much more closer comparison in terms of graphics you can render. But by the time it comes out, the PC will be so far ahead that it won't matter. Probably the equivalent of, like, really good PCs today will be the Scorpio when it finally comes out. So is this going to be, like, straight next-gen already? I don't know. See, I haven't found anything. I don't know if you've seen anything, Nikonoki, on the games. I don't think they'll introduce new games. I think you still get Xbox One games. So it's just going to be, like, the PS4 Pro, basically, just it, it's just more advanced than that. Well, the way the the way Microsoft's working now with their the way they sell games is they're moving towards the like one size fits all kind of method for games, where it's because a lot of their Microsoft games, like Gears of War, was one of the first ones to do it, where you buy Gears of War four for the Xbox, you get it on PC as well. So. I know that um, they're they're trying to move that way to where every game you buy on the Xbox Marketplace, you also get on the Windows Marketplace. Like, they're trying to unify both stores. Um, so, I can see them moving that way with the Scorpio um, and having it... I sure hope so. Having it be all your Xbox One games work on it type thing. Um, it... I'm, I mean... I really hope so too, because it would just make it a real, real easy process to move over. Because I know, especially if it's more expensive. Yeah, well, it it definitely will be, I'm sure. But I know when the Xbox One came out, it was it took forever for my how friends to all get an Xbox One. How much was that Xbox One when it first came out, John? Like five hundred dollars. Yeah, like five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars, I think, and then yeah. it, it lowered to like within six months. I think it lowered. I think the first time it lowered was four hundred. Then yeah, it went a hundred dollars down and stayed there for quite a while. And, and then now, now it's three hundred. Yeah. How much is the PS4 Pro? Is that the same? Is that like three hundred? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm gonna I'm gonna find out real quick. I don't know, but uh, I know with the Scorpio, it's four hundred dollars. $400? For the PS4 Pro, yeah. I know with the Scorpio, you're bringing up concerns about it being like next-gen or whatever. I mean, when you look at the My lifespan... My main concern is them charging a lot more... Like, up, I, I hope it's not like $600, because I think that would be really ridiculous. I mean... Because in- then you'd have to be sure to get your, your Xbox One games on it. 
or it's totally not worth it. I mean, in terms of what it can do, I think it's completely worth it. Because a good PC that can run 4K. Well, are graphics uh, your main concern about game about gaming? When it, when it comes to the console, yes. Okay. When it when it comes to the game, no. But when it comes to the console, I want the console to be able to render the best graphics possible for its time. So you would pay. Let's. Uh, if the if the Scorpio comes out seven hundred dollars, I'm still buying it day one. Just for the four K. What is what is too much money for you, Warren? Um, for I would say over five hundred. I I would say I'd be willing to pay five hundred dollars for it because I can trade in my own Xbox One towards it i think that's where the line is drawn for me is how much my xbox one is going to be worth for it versus how much it costs and if i can offset the price i think that's what matters to me but some people you know there is no there the sky's the limit i mean for project scorpio look all right if eight thousand two thousand dollars i'll pay it. i would not because i can buy a better pc for that 900 big ones pal. seven hundred dollars seven hundred dollars could probably get me a pc just slightly better than the scorpio um i mean you can when the ps4 came out it was what four hundred dollars i think that's debatable if you factor in deals and amazon pricing yeah well it's amazon right uh when the ps4 came out it came out for four hundred dollars and you could buy a pc for strictly gaming as good as the PS4 for $400. So I think that's that's what the price is for me. It's because it's a console. Can I get a better PC for how much it costs or would I get the same of a piece out of a PC than what the console is for its time of release? Does that make sense? I I think that what defines a next generation console because people are calling the Scorpio a next-gen console. I think what defines a next-gen console is new games. I think if you can still play Xbox One games on it, which, according to what I've seen, you can. It's There's no new set of games. It's not a new generation of console. I think when you have to buy the console to get the new games, then it's a new generation. I think this is just an upgraded version. Because there's been speculation that once Scorpio comes out and once... PlayStation reacts to the Scorpio appropriately, there won't be anything else before they like go full PC mode. They won't do another, you know, Nintendo console like Nintendo's doing. Because Nintendo is a that's a whole that's a next gen console. The Switch is next gen. They've just created their own like sub generations because Yeah. I mean I, I just don't know how I feel about because a good gaming PC is how much how much money? You could easily build a good gaming computer for $700 if you built it yourself. Could it render 4K graphics? If you did it right, yes. It's all about the video card in terms of graphics, the video card and the power behind it. So if you allocated your budget more towards the video card and the the power behind it, you could make it happen. Would you pay that much for a game system? It depends. It it really depends on what I get out of it Mm -hmm. that I can't get with a computer. Because if the computer has, you know, specific games versus the the game system having, and it depends on your friends as well, I think, you know, it's really about what your friends are playing. But I really think that all this is going to do is give us up, updated graphics and updated performance, but we'll still have all the same stuff. You'll still be able to play with friends. I th- I really see that happening. 
See, I see that happening only because that's what Microsoft would have to do. Because people say it's too soon for a new generation, which I think is false. Um, I think a new generation of consoles is dictated by the technology and how fast it advances. The technology from the Xbox 360 to the Xbox One advanced rapidly in between that gap. Well, but it advanced rapidly in between that gap, but the 360 was able to keep up for most of it until the very end, and that's why they had to make a new Xbox One. So I think since the Xbox One launched to now, I think it is it is time for a new uh a new console. I mean, if you look at the progress that uh Nvidia has made with their graphics cards, uh is is just proof of that and then processing power has been stepped up that's enough about uh xbox uh scorpio nonsense we'll discuss that when it actually comes out and we see the Lord ain't nonsense the differences in a comparison side by side let's uh let's talk about the call of duty cinematic universe let's let's discuss that how do you guys feel about that so when was this announced just recently within the past few days actually right yes they, they've been talking about doing a movie for a while, but now they have a cinematic universe plan. Well, I think that's just um, them jumping on the, uh, the bandwagon. The cash <clears throat> grab bandwagon? Yeah, because, I mean, it seems like everybody's doing a, a cinematic universe nowadays. Um, I mean, I just, I feel like it, it's a dumb idea, but, you know, they're going to do it. And it'll make money. And, and Somehow. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. I mean. Did Assassin's Creed make money? It did not. Yeah, so I think it bombed. Didn't yeah. you didn't you see that hardcore Henry movie Mario? That was in first person. Yeah. That's isn't that the same thing? Was not like Call of Duty. Yeah, totally. Well, is Call of Duty gonna be in first person? No, they haven't said that, but He's, I was about to say. Um I mean th- I think the Modern Warfare series had the best story out of all the Call of Duties, so if they're going to do one, do it off of the that story. Well, I'll tell you, the com- the campaigns are so short, you could condense those campaigns into an hour movie. I mean, yeah. I could, you could keep what it needs, you I know? Beat, I beat the Modern Warfare 3 campaign on the hardest difficulty in six hours. And that's, you know, accounting for players. You take away the players, you just throw in some filler there, you've got a movie. Mar, are you going to see the Call of Duty movie? Maybe. I'd I'd see it if they did it on Modern Warfare. If they do it on Black Ops, I mean, the Black Ops stories were not as good. The first one was, and then after that, it was just, what are you doing? What if they do one in space? What, what if they do one on World War II? With aliens. With the Nazi jetpacks. What about, uh, they go back, you know, Revolutionary War? Actually, I want to see somebody do that. I, mean, I played those History Channel games. Those games were bad, but... I would, you know, let's see a big a big name look, attempt Revolutionary War. Look, I'm telling you, Revolutionary War, not as easy to do because Call of Duty focuses on, like, classes and stuff uh, multiplayer-wise, but they could totally do, like, a Civil War. I think there's enough guns in the Civil War to where you could have just somewhat variety um, and bayonets and stuff. They could do it. I mean... It just stretched the truth a little bit. Battlefield 1 threw in World War II weapons. So, you know. I could see it happening. 
Let's move on to our main topic, though. Uh, we're going to talk Nintendo, uh, the state of the uh, the franchise that is Nintendo. A little bit about Zelda. Uh, Nikonoki finished it. I have yet to finish it. Um, I haven't gotten the glider yet. Mario hasn't left the starting plateau. No, I did. I did. You can't. You can't leave the starting plateau if you don't have the glider. What do you mean? I just run, run around right now. Yeah. It, you're not off the starting plateau, then. You're still on the starting plateau. If it's you, just oh. that big. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But uh, they they said that the next Zelda will be open world as well. So I guess that's a good thing. People seem to like that, enjoy that. I mean, it, it was fun. I didn't 100% it, but it was cool. Hopefully it's not too much of the same, though. Well. I guess we'll see when they get there. We'll have to see. Uh, what I really want to talk about is the state of the Switch, because it seems to only have one selling point. And when are the other selling points going to come? Because a lot of people have held off buying the Switch after the initial rush because it only has Zelda. So a lot of hardcore Zelda fans bought the Switch. A lot of people that were like, oh, you know Nintendo's new console, let me buy that. Everybody else who's hesitant has not bought it and refuses to unless there's more games selling. Well, in terms of the other games that are on the Switch, <clears throat> the uh... The content you can make with that for people who do Let's Plays on YouTube and stuff, pretty great. I've watched a few of my favorite YouTubers um, doing uh, Let's Plays in like 1-2-Switch uh, and Snipper Clippers. And that, those games, um, they seem fun to play in like groups of people with groups of friends, but they aren't a selling point. Um, and I mean, Zelda, I'm glad I got to play it without buying the Switch because once I beat Zelda, I don't really want to go back and play it again. I'm going to to 100% it, but yeah, after 100% it, there's, I won't play it again. It's not one of those Zeldas for me. I like I like this Zelda, and I'm not a big uh, Zelda person. This is probably like the second Zelda I've ever played, and I really enjoy it. I mean, I haven't had time to play it because of, you know, Mass Effect, and I just got... Everything else that came out. Yeah. Um, I can see it. It seems like they're falling into their own Wii U trap, where they're going to... They're taking too long to come out with games, because ARMS, it's slated to come out spring they don't have an actual release date yet um you know mario kart is taking forever to get here the the last game to come out was the the this just past tuesday lego undercover city or whatever and i don't know who the heck's gonna buy that unless you're you know a kid like a hardcore lego fan yeah or, yeah. yeah i mean it looked kind of cool but i won't i wouldn't buy it um and in terms of the other games that they have slated for the switch um I know I I'm not gonna buy a Switch until Splatoon two comes out. Um and I might not buy a Switch then. Uh because Splatoon two just it looks like Splatoon with DLC. Like that's that's what it looks like. It looks like they're making you buy Splatoon again and giving you extra stuff. It really does look like that. New maps and new guns, but not a whole lot of extra yeah, nothing. Content. I've seen a few new abilities, but they're not anything revolutionary. Not yeah, something yeah. they couldn't have given you in the first game. I wonder why they they're calling it two then. 
I I don't know. Maybe because it's on you know a new console. Yeah. Because it's on a new console, maybe they'll take the whatever story they had with the original Splatoon and. Is there going to be like more maps too? It. Yeah, there's a few new maps yeah, that I've seen. They did like a open test. They called it a test fire. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Um, I downloaded the demo. I didn't get a chance to try the test fire though. Yeah, the servers were apparently terrible. It was it was extremely hard for you to get into a game because of so many people playing it. Well, um, hopefully, they learn from the test. Yeah, hopefully. I think that's the point of the test, honestly, because a lot of those early tests are usually about server performance. I mean, so. usually, yeah. And they are like uh, having it at like cons and special like gaming stuff. Like same with Arms. Uh, that's all around too. I Arms Arms looks kind of interesting. There's just not enough characters for me. That's what I'm saying. I was saying that they they should have maybe like two more people, two or three more, maybe four more people. But then again, maybe they'll do like DLC. Oh, I don't want to pay for more people. That's true. Yeah. I just at the at the same time though, you pay with, for costumes on Overwatch. Why don't you pay more people in Arms? I pay for costumes. I've on never Overwatch. paid for costumes in Overwatch. Oh, you paid for costumes. Yeah. Um, never mind, John. <laughs> You lucked out of that one. The one thing, though, with Wrong the Kenoki. Switch... <laughs> the one thing, though, with the Switch that I want them to do is I want to see new games, not rehash of old games, because they're they're doing that with Splatoon. What's the other game they're doing that with? Mario Kart. Mario yeah. Kart 8 is just... Yeah, it's just Mario Kart 8 with uh, new stuff added in for buying it. Is it new stuff, or is it it's DLC from the Wii U? It's, it's basically DLC from the Wii U. I think there might be one or two new maps. I don't yeah. even know that there's new characters. Mm. I haven't seen any that you know, personally, which I just doesn't justify buying it for me because I had Mario Kart 8. I played it, you know, up, up until I don't feel like playing it anymore. Yeah. Why would I buy it again for the same stuff? The only selling point for me of the reason why I'd want any of these games that are just being rehashed onto the Switch is I can take them anywhere with the Switch. And you can do that like local multiplayer thing where you set up the Switch with your friends or whatever if they have a Switch, um, which that is kind of cool. I think Nintendo... But I don't want to yeah. pay $60 for the game again. I think Nintendo is trying to make it more interactive with uh, you, uh, people in public. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that, but, but they're it, failing. It's just, they, need, they definitely need to get those games out there, and it stinks because you know when they did that whole launch uh, digital thing on stage or whatever. And they had EA, they had like Bethesda, you know, talking about how they're going to put all these games on it. And I don't know if they're just taking too long to do it or if it's... I feel like it's part Nintendo's fault. Like, I feel like Nintendo kept the Switch quiet for so long. Like, they were talking about a new system in development or whatever. But they, I feel like they didn't tell any other developers either just to keep it quiet. And that's why, like, Skyrim's going to take forever to get onto the Switch. Like, they're going to put it on there. It's just taking forever to go there. Do you like playing the Switch? I enjoy the idea of the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I don't go many places where taking the Switch is, like, a good, you know, decision um i do if i flew on planes more it would be sweet uh, i'm flying this summer so that's kind of why i want to buy one 
Um, but there's not many places I can go with it. So it's really just an at-home console for me. So the selling, like the selling point to the Switch is its, its portability, taking it to other places but playing a console still. John, do you, do you like uh, your Switch? I actually don't like playing it portable. Mm-hmm. The screen is too small. I'm not a huge fan of it. Yeah. It's nice to have, but at the same time, I just like every time I go to play it when it's portable, I'm not a fan. Like I can't get into it yeah. like I can on the TV. I do really enjoy it. It's uh I don't feel like I need the pro controller. I don't I don't feel like it's necessary. So I I like that cuz with the Wii U, you, I felt like you had to have the pro controller. Yeah. And I never bought one, but I felt like I needed it. I do my one complaint is the timing of the release. I think they really released it to make money Mm -hmm. because Zelda is clearly built to be played on the Wii U. That's what it was built for. He carries around a gamepad. It was built for the Wii U, but they released it with the Switch, and I think they did that because they needed money. So I think now everything else is backlogged, so you're waiting extra time. I think that's the problem because even their online system doesn't work. It's not running yet. So they could have waited and probably got more people on board with a bigger arsenal. Yeah, like if they would have uh, built over time before it released about what yeah. is coming. Yeah, which they, they didn't do. They just, I felt really rushed. And I felt like it's because they needed it. And not, you know, more so that they cared that people got what they wanted out of it. I will say when they announced the Switch, like they were like, the Switch is here. Didn't expect it to release in March. I expected when I saw that trailer to see like a holiday release date. Yeah. But they're like, no, it's coming in like three months or what? They released the trailer in like December, right? Some Somewhere. I do. Sometime I, fall. Yeah. Really quick. Really quick turnaround. Yeah. I do also. I, I mean, I do really enjoy the Switch. Uh, playing Zelda with the Pro Controller, John, is fantastic. Yeah. I don't feel like I need it. Uh, I feel like I need it because that the D-pad on the Joy-Cons is annoying, being it directly below the analog stick. I am very adaptable with controllers. I use the gamepad in Splatoon by choice. I don't think you could use anything else. Well, you could use game. You could use a pro controller. Could you? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't remember that. Yeah, you can. But uh, I, I just... I feel like the timing's off. I mean, I think we can all agree that they need to do something because it's not going to... It's going to suffer the same fate, and that's unfortunate because the Switch is way better than the Wii U. I say just just, just put out ARMS and uh, put out Mario Kart already. Don't, don't freaking wait, you know? I mean, give people that at least until, you know, to hold them off. Yeah, definitely. Talk about is the uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, not specifically the game because I know you guys haven't played as much as I have. We can discuss your your general impressions, uh, but more so Bioware's uh, fix, which comes just two weeks after it came out. A lot of things. A lot of things. Everybody, things that everybody's been complaining about. And this is only a, a two-week patch, so it's not a day one patch, but it's something they turned around in two weeks and fixed. And these aren't just like minor fixes. There's some pretty major ones. It, it takes a lot to, you know, redo some animations have you seen the fixes yet? Your personal? I have not. They no. just launched today as we're recording this. Oh. So. Yeah, I played last night. They weren't there. Yeah, but. I played last night and did the uh, the goofy walk, the goofy run or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, you they got ha- that? Yeah, I was like, they haven't done the, the patch yet. Overall, I, I like 
the new Mass Effect. I I love the campaign. I'm loving the the heck out of the campaign. I haven't gotten to the next planet yet. I I still just completed EOS, so I'm still running around the the Nexus, talking to everybody and doing side missions and jank. But I am three planets ahead of you. I uh, literally just met Drac last night. So he's great, fantastic. Drac is amazing. But do you want to go over? Uh, I mean, I I do think. Some of the animation was a little was weird, honestly. But did You're it telling me? <laughs> did it take away from the game for you, Mario specifically? Well, Nick and Okina. Campaign wise, no. I the story is awesome. Okay, because Nick and Oki, you have a separate problem. You have you're playing a female main character whose animation is wrong. Yes, extremely wrong. And, and that's from what I've read. It that's because the day one patch reverted some of her animations to the older build and that's why she's messed up that's what i've i've seen i don't know if that's confirmed but that could, I, I could see it. definitely taking away from the game and a lot of people that have posted the you know videos about the game being messed up have been playing a female main character so i could definitely see the the warranted issues there because the male main character doesn't have those problems he doesn't have ridiculous lip movements i don't know my neck is weird when i turn my neck it's like you know like really weird looking <laughs> Sometimes, but if you if you watch some of those female talking videos, yeah, nothing compared to that. Like, oh my true. god, nothing. She looks like a baboon. It's weird how it affects the females, though. I made my character, and I was like, oh, she looks nice. You know, this is a cool character. She starts talking. I was like, oh my god, shut it up, get get it out of here. I think uh, part of the problem too is where the animation is based, it's like what what the problem it actually is. Because if it's you know like a rigging issue uh, in terms of animation, that's hard to fix. You have to basically restart. You said uh, I remember you were saying some of the lighting affects some of the animation as well, like the makeup on somebody. Yeah, so the lighting does have a big a big key. If the darker the game is, the easier it is to hide flaws. Uh, the Nexus and Eos are specifically really well-lit planets. Once you get to the next planet, you guys will see it's a lot darker. Uh, the planet after that is roughly in the middle, but Eos and the first Nexus, like which is what everybody's going through and complaining, are really well-lit, which doesn't hide any flaws. It actually hurts you in some cases. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a lot brighter already than the original three Mass Effects. Easily all of them, yeah. yeah. I didn't really notice that. I mean, it didn't really bother me. If you, I, it doesn't bother me specifically, but yeah. just when people complain about makeup and certain things, if you see them in those same characters yeah. in different lighting scenarios, they look fine. Yeah, I mean, I noticed it on the ship. On the ship, he's the the Normandy versus the Tempest. The Normandy is a lot darker. Yeah, there's a lot less lights, and the Tempest is like it's like day. While Normandy's you're in space. a little bigger, don't you think? I wouldn't say that. It has tears. Mm-hmm. So it feels bigger. I think yeah. they're the same size. Oh, okay. I really do. I just, just because this is open, you can go everywhere without loading anything. I think it, it feels smaller. The other big issue, multiplayer wise, was the uh, auto cover. Well, the, I mean, that was just in general throughout the game as well. Yeah, and I think. I Did think, they fix that? No, I don't think so. I oh, think okay. people have gotten used to it. I think they're sticking with the auto cover. I did see something in the patch notes about fixing some cover things. But I think I, that's just making it to where you snap into cover easier. Yeah, because I'm because uh, sometimes you won't go into cover right away. Like or yeah, or like, like last night yeah. I was I was having that problem. I was yeah. They're supposed to fix that 
but not give you the ability to snap into cover with a, a button. Okay. So they're supposed to fix getting into cover and out of cover. Should be better. I won't say it's going to be perfect because with that system, it can't be. Yeah. I, I, definitely, uh, I definitely like the button over the auto cover. I think, I think most people would agree. The other thing they're doing is the travel screens. They're letting you skip them. Oh, okay. Because they're not loading screens. Yeah. A lot of people commonly mistake them for loading screens. They're not. I don't mind them. Kind of gives them more perception of the... I've played the 40 hours in the game. They do not bother me. Some people can't stand them. Really? Can't stand them. Uh, one person reported that it took them 60 hours to beat the main campaign, and three hours of that was, like, loading screens. And That's not, a lot of not loading, loading screens. screens, but, you know, traveling screens. Yeah. So to me, it adds to the. Uh, it immerses you. Yeah, I think it adds the, to it. The one thing I do want to skip is is so I I don't know how many other traveling screens there are, but in the Nexus, when you're on the tram, can you skip that now? Yeah, you should be able to skip because them all. That that loading screen might uh, that scrambling screen might be a loading screen. Okay. I don't know about that. We're talking specifically space ones that okay. people have been complaining about. All right, because that that Nexus one. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but the texture on the, uh, the texture on the, the tram just doesn't look finished. And then that bothers me. Um, and it's just, I want to skip it every single time. I haven't noticed it, but that might actually be a loading screen just because of where it is. Yeah. And it separates things. I, I hope not. The main complaint is that to scan every planet, you have to load or you have to travel to every planet, which takes some time. Uh, the other thing I just wanted to touch on with Andromeda is Bioware actually issued an apology today about a transgender character that they have in the game. Uh, I guess the main complaint is that the character offers you the information that they are transgender and gives you their previous name. Okay. Which doesn't reflect transgender people. A lot of a lot of people that are transgender do not usually, you know, talk about their previous identity because yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. who they identify as. Bioware, I guess, in their writing, made the choice to give you that information right up front like the character is okay. just like here this is what i am this is who i used to be and a lot of people have an issue with that i understand but they actually issued an apology and they have plans to fix that so i i do think it's they're adapting really well to all the complaints and dealing with people's issues yeah i mean i think all they really need to do is listen to not necessarily the internet but listen to the community of people who enjoy mass effect but are having problems with the games like me like i love mass effect but i do have legitimate problems with this game your game is unplayable currently almost yeah every time my character talks i i, I look away you gotta look away <laughs> it's like a, a radio movie for you Ugh. all right before we get to weekly recommendations uh just with your first impressions of the game would you guys like another andromeda set place i know you haven't done a lot but the story leaves it open to interpretation on whether there's going to be another game. Do you think they should focus on the specific story, or should they? Would you like a one-off? I think they should keep going with this. I I can't say without finishing the game personally. Like I've got to play through the game myself. Um, I feel like they should continue making Mass Effect games. I don't know if they should. They will. I don't know if they should continue with the Andromeda story. Maybe. Do you, do you think a story is better served in a one-off or with multiple games? I think you can do a lot more with multiple games. See, I have to, I have to beat this game first to see what happens toward, at the end, but, I, but 
I don't think they should go back towards Earth. You should stay here. Yeah, maybe in the third one, if if it sets up that way. But I mean, right now, I think they should. I think the next one should focus where they are right now. I don't know what's what happens at the end of this one, but I was having, I was already having thoughts uh, as I started this, where it would be cool if in the first game you set off, you set up the Andromeda Galaxy, and then the second game they flash forward. I don't know how many years, and you're playing like an older version of your character because your character's like in the twenties, right? I have no idea how old you are. I think you are probably yeah, twenty-eight-ish. You you look like late twenties, mid twenties. So they could flash forward to where you're like late thirties or something, and the Andromeda Galaxy is is kind of already set up and like on its legs, and you face the next threat or something like that. I think it could be really cool if they did that. So, uh, finally, do you guys have any weekly recommendations on games to play? Mario, I know you just bought Persona. You think it's good enough to buy? I haven't gotten that far. All right, well, what's your weekly recommendation, then? Uh, I'm going to say if you have a group of buds, have a group of friends, I think that group of friends should totally go out and get uh, Ghost Recon. Have I already, I actually, uh, have I already recommended Ghost Recon? I don't think you have. Well, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Not in this set of podcasts. If you're doing some other stuff on the side, I don't know about it. Yeah, totally not, though. Nick and Oki? Suma 7 only. Uh, my weekly recommendation, uh, if you can get your hands on it, would probably be Zelda. Because, I mean, I have issues with the game, but that's for another podcast. Um, But it was a fantastic game to play. Uh, I played it for a week straight. That was the only game I ever played whenever I sat down and played video games. And it was really fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say go buy a Switch for it, but if you can borrow it from a friend like I did, then do that. And my weekly recommendation is uh, for all the people that didn't buy Andromeda because you read the terrible reviews, you should go buy it now because supposedly they've fixed your issues and it's actually a good game at its core. And you shouldn't let other people dictate your thoughts. You know, it'd be funny if that patch list that you send us, instead of fixed behind all the words, if it said remove. So they removed eyes, mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they removed the Asarian human eyes. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd make for an interesting game. <laughs> it'd be hilarious. I would, I'd still play it. You know, they removed my character's mouth, so it'd be playable. And uh, with that, we'll uh, sign off in the uh, non-traditional Chris Hawkway because he's never done a gaming episode to sign off. So, uh, it's uh, thank you for uh, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for think, gaming with us, and thank you for adventuring with us. I think correct? we should all. Yeah. I think we should all say one, and then sign off. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for gaming with us. Thank you for adventuring with us. Put everything in the initiative space, never prohibited. A limited weather, intelligent life, a primitive. Our reach is only limited by the spirit's infinitive images of the galaxy, riveted, all inhibited. By the ship, it is riveted. Opportunity, citizens given the chance for limitless growth, ambitious. Exploring resources, humanity in three forces.
worry. And now we go to sleep when I wake, it will be in a different century. Past life of memory. This is a shot, one opportunity, one unity. This is you and me, and it's time to go. Feeling overdose, doc at my side to diagnose. We made it, but my perspective is rotated. Getting reacquainted to explore the world we located. Crap, what was that? The cabin lost gravity, but a cabin doesn't panic frantically when crashes randomly occur. Play it casually, a leader of the galaxy can't appear frazzled when he's in the face.